in a world in search of streaming guidance. Two mild-mannered wannabe film critics bring you their reviews on the latest streaming releases. Nerds by art and heart. This is Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. All right, we are back. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Eric. And I'm Ryan. What up? Hey, 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 what's up? How's it going, man? How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. So we are back in this. We are ready to review another movie. Here we go. Are you ready, Ryan? I am more than ready. Let's hop on this ride and take an adventure. All right. Today's movie sitting at 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's already made about $30 million in the box office and another $30 million in... uh, in uh, Disney Disney Plus streaming, yeah, nice. So not too bad. Starring uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt. This is Jungle Cruise. So what are you doing out here? There is a legend in the jungles of the Amazon of a tree that heals all. It could change the world, but if it gets into the wrong hands, it could awaken a great evil. I believe that the legend is real. Which it's not. And I'm going to find it. Which you want. And when I do, just imagine the lives that could be saved. I've been looking for this tree longer than anybody. I've tracked the legend to every village, every island. Nothing. You're searching for something that can't be found. But you've never had the key. Let's do something that's safe. Let's go see some elephants. There are no elephants in the Amazon, and I don't even like elephants. Lady, everybody likes elephants. Know this about the jungle. Everything that you see wants to kill you, and can. Careful. They can smell fear. I am not afraid. All right, here we go. The beautiful, beautiful summary from IMDb. Based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through the jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. Huh. Hmm. That's that's about right. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, nail on the head there. Yeah. So so what did you think of uh, going in uh, watching this movie uh, just by watching the trailer? Going in, I had no idea what I was about to get into. I just mm-hmm. saw the trailer and I was like, all right, another ride movie by Disney. Let's see what we got. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. maybe a little hokey, maybe. Yes. I thought it was yes. going to be like super cheesy and like, yep. uh, you know, it wasn't super pumped, but pumped nonetheless just to like get out there to the theaters before they get shut down again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It pulled you in enough to, you know, be interested and, and, and want to check it out. Yeah. I thought the same. Um, they, they did that, um, you know, sort of like recreation of the, uh, of the jungle cruise yeah. ride with the, with this, with the dumb jokes and whatnot. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. I mean, you get a little more creative than that. Yeah. But... I mean, but what I did like is that it was a good intro, at least, at least the whole movie wasn't like that, you know? Right. And right. I did like, I, I think that was more for some of the like diehard fans about the jungle cruise. Like I know like some people yeah. that write it, you know? Yeah, it's 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 like it's like those things. It's like, well, we have to include it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you gotta like, make it part of it. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, so, so what'd you think of the movie overall? Uh, I thought it was a very fun movie. 
uh, lots of adventure and there is some uh, comedic moments in there. I like that there's some a lot of tie into the ride, obviously, because it's named after the movie. But it does give you more insight as to where they were going from when they initially pictured the ride. And I thought it was um, did feel a little Pirate of the Caribbean esque. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I do. You, they did definitely pull from there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, it was still watchable. Like I, I could still sit there yeah. and watch it and enjoyable. It wasn't. It wasn't as cheesy, nearly as cheesy as I thought it was going to be, or boring, you know, which is what I was right. really fearing. Right. Well, that's 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 a formula that worked for them. I mean, the pirates formula, mm-hmm. um, and they just, I guess, they just pulled from it. I mean, I, I did feel a, like a little dash of like Indiana Jones. Yes, too, totally. Which, which was totally cool. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, but it also ex- exceeded my expectations as well. I mean, um, it, it was a it was pretty evenly paced throughout. I mean, there's not. Yeah. There weren't there weren't a ton of lows, you know. No. Like we said, maybe in the beginning that was a little cheesy, hokey. But I did um, kind of like it. But I was like, okay, like after a while, I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 the highs were, were were good, but there wasn't. I mean, there weren't any spectacular, super high highs no, in the movie. I no, think, not at all. I think it was. It was just. It was a just good, fun, above average, safe. Uh, it was very safe. good, safe, exactly yeah. safe Disney movie, which 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 is perfect for them. I mean, they don't need any, any more than that no. to, to make a ton of money. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a total summer feature film. You can take the family out, have a good time. Nothing is too over the top. Nothing's offensive. Mm-hmm. And you get to look at some cool graphics. Yeah. I mean, anyone anyway, what's funny too is like uh, how we're talking about the similarities with pirates and, and, and Indiana Jones yeah. and in Disneyland, the jungle cruise is like right next to the pirates. And Indiana Jones. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. It's funny. It should just be uh, like presented by Adventureland or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> best character. All right. Let's, let's move on. All right. Best character. Ryan, who did you think was the best character in this action-packed, star-studded movie? <laughs> Lily was... Emily Blunt? Yes, Emily Blunt. Um, she definitely was the best character. I like her heroism in the film. I thought she was very strong for a woman. I like the way she represented her power and her strength. Wait, strong for a woman or just strong? Strong, I'm sorry. Correct. <laughs> yes, let's be uh, correct here. No, because like what I, what I was telling my girlfriend was she even carried most of the stunts like most of the yeah. real hardcore stunts were done by her and i thought that was awesome and she really was believable in it didn't make it seem like oh she had help doing it or anything she's really really strong and i just loved seeing that yeah i'm with you 100 percent um i thought i thought that you know uh the rock uh, or his his character name frank was captain of the boat right but uh but lily was captain of the movie yeah and, that's and, excellently put nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was totally strong very determined witty um and and i'd easily watch that character like in, in other movies like if they continue on with with her definitely or, or like a sequel i'd i'd easily watch that because uh, yeah she was Totally great. Yeah, what I the movie awesome. What I did hear like before the film was when they did ask uh, Dwayne Johnson like how would you describe it? It's uh, Emily is more like a female Indiana Jones, and when you see that, at first you're like, okay, are they forcing it on us to like see it? But no, she carried it well, and she did everything great. Like I just loved the character all in all the whole time. Oh yeah, awesome. One of the characters, though, that I did also like really like that kept cracking mm-hmm. me up was uh, Jack Whitehall playing McGregor, her brother. 
Um, yeah. I thought it was funny. Like, he did really have, like, a lot to the character. And I thought it was cool right. how they did introduce um, him into the story and make him be a part of it with all Disney introducing, you know, more racially charged uh, individuals and gay individuals. And I thought this brought a nice uh, spotlight to that type of topic. Yeah, good for them. And they did it in a really good way. I mean, especially given the time it was, what, the early 1900s? Right. Yeah, it was after the Civil War or one of the, no, the World War, I think it was. Yeah, well, it was like during World War II, World War One. sorry. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just really interesting the way they did it, and they did it in a really nice and classy way. I think. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, there's always been that issue with families and acceptance and everything, and I just love how Disney portrayed that in the film, and how you have this character struggling with that same issue, and how he's still a good main part of the cast, a strong character, and you know, very funny and versatile throughout the whole movie. Yes, good supporting cast for sure. Yeah. Worst character. All right, let's move on to the worst character. Um, I'll start with this one. Okay. Uh, for for me, no one, no one really. I think stood out as too bad. Right. I mean, I had I had some reservations. I think if anything, with with uh, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, a little bit playing a Spanish explorer who's named Frank, which which is weird. <laughs> in 1918. I mean, they could easily have used like his his name. I mean, they're they're in Brazil, right? So it, it makes True. it would make perfectly sense if they would use, you know, his his Spanish given name instead of Frank. Yeah. Francisco. And Frank Frank <laughs> Wolf Frank Wolf, yeah, which right. is which is weird. But uh, um and then American. and then yeah, and then there wasn't there wasn't much of an an, an attempt to, you know, try his um sort of like Spanish pronunciation for, for words and stuff like that. I mean, Emily Blunt totally schooled, schooled them on a lot of that, especially when they were talking about his cat, uh, Pro- Proxima, uh-huh. you know, which right. is Proxima, Proxima, you know, exactly. And he, he couldn't even, he didn't even pronounce it, I guess, the way, I mean, that, exactly. that kind of bugged me. Yeah. That bugged me a little bit. I think they could have, you know, been a little bit more thoughtful on that. I but, agree um, too, because even when he said, um, buena niña, it's supposed to be niña buena, you know, and it's kind of right. like, if you're a Spanish, you know, uh, character explorer, explorer, yeah. thank you. Mm-hmm. You would know the exact pronunciation for that, and you would try and stick to more old yeah. school pronunciations and be corrected for the right. new way to say it, rather than right. the other way. Yeah, that that's that's the only thing that that that, that bugged me about any um, any characters. What about you? For me, I think it was uh, Prince Joaquin was a little over the top sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the only real one that kind of bugged me, along with the um, Dwayne Johnson's performance as a Spanish conquistador. Uh, it was a little, yeah, less to say. A little off. Yeah, just a little just off. Just a little off. Um, you know, the only thing that was right was maybe the color. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but again, I mean, they, they brought him in because exactly. the rock star is going to is style power. They're going to he's going to make you some money. So. the scene all right let's move in on ryan we've got the best scene the scene that makes the movie what did you think the best scene of this movie was uh i think there were a lot of good scenes in which the uh graphics portray how like beautiful disney is with um using some of the imagery behind them with the rainforest and like that when they finally find the tree i loved all the river um cruises that they were on and 
I thought it was very exciting. Like anytime they really like, they're mostly on the boat, the whole movie, but you forget that they're on a boat, the whole movie. There's just so much adventure going mm-hmm. on throughout. And I thought that was really well played and really well done by the direction that you kind of just forget that it's three people on a boat, like for the, maybe at least an hour and a half of it, at least, you know? Right. And right. Uh, yeah, I just loved every bit of it that it carried its way and there was no dull moments. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, my best scene was the sequence where they attempt to kidnap Lily. Okay. Oh, like, yeah, uh, that was always fun. When, yeah, when they were getting on the bus. It was super fun. It, it was very, I think that was very Indiana Jones-like. It, it had that feeling. It was very, like, lighthearted. Like, you could tell it was, like, n- beautifully, like, choreographed. And even yeah, like nothing over the top, like everything that exactly. makes sense. Like she wasn't like superpowers all of a sudden. And yeah, it yeah, was smooth, very smooth. Especially all the you know the, the the stuff that really felt like Indiana Jones was all like the punching. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, exactly. Punching like right everybody away. out, punching each other. Yeah, very Indiana Jones, very fun, and that I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and I think what did what I did like about that was how uh, Dwayne Johnson's character Frank would always compliment it saying like good form like every single time you know like, yeah you could yeah. tell he took the punch and i yeah. thought that was really cool to show and and it helped explain to the audience um a little more as to or at least not explain but to sell it more to the audience that she can actually throw a nice mean punch yeah that was good worst scene all right moving on to the worst scene all right, let me let me start with the worst. What I thought was the, the worst scene was. Um, I thought it was the um, montage um, where they had that terrible, terrible <laughs> cover of Metallica playing oh, in the background. Yeah, because that was god awful. Yeah, I was why like, in the hell? Metallica. <laughs> out of out of anything they could have used or anything they could have made up. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they have a music department, man. I mean, it, it, they easily could have put something together. And well, I was, it, it, I mean, that, I was more shocked yeah, that Metallica signed off on it because I was like, "Come on, guys! Like, really? Like, you're just gonna?" Ah, they're they're like that, making man. their money. I know, but they're it's they're kinda, older now. Yeah, it's but it's like, guys, money, do you really need the money like that bad? Like, at least do it a little better. Like, yeah. I thought it was okay. It could have been worse, in my opinion, but. I was expecting a lot more. If you're, if Metallica was going to sign their rights to it, I was expecting like at least a little more to it than that. Like it just seems they, like a wedding they, music for Metallica. They, 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 there must have been somebody um, there behind the scenes that loves Metallica because it, it absolutely makes zero, zero, zero yeah, sense. Yeah, made no sense have, to me either. <laughs> to have that in there, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. So I was like, wherever they may roam, I was like, okay, I get it there conquistadors that travel but no it's actually it's nothing else matters oh yeah nothing else matters yeah it should have been wherever they may roam then that might have been a little (laughs) more sense (laughs) yeah it's just so it's just like it's like yuck no yeah yeah that was totally terrible uh, decision director's call like i love this band and i need them (laughs) uh for me i think the worst scenes were um I'm gonna have to give it to Paul Giamatti. Like when he was in there, I thought his character just was a little too much. Like I don't know. Like the accent was off. The everything was just kind of off. The over sunburn and everything. 
Like, I'm like, if you naturally live there and all that, you're not going to look like a tourist that's burnt every like 30 minutes. And I just thought, um, just his character was just kind of off. Like, I just thought, okay, a mob boss in the middle of Brazil like that was a little bit meh. You, you know, what's funny is that I, I read uh, something where, where they didn't give him any direction. I mean, they asked him to make up whatever he wanted. So I think it shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? In that case, it They're clearly like, hey. shows. Yeah, it's like, hey, do whatever, what, you know, what do you want to do? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, because to me, it looked like he was playing a New York mob boss out in Brazil, you know? And, right. And I'm right. like, no, I don't think that's how it works, you know? Because yeah, if you're a mob boss, you're usually from that area, you know, and you get people yeah. that, to respect you and stuff right. like that. But you're not an right. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Great actor. It just... It just didn't work out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The ending. All right. Next up, the end. Did we like how this movie ended? Ryan, let's start with you. Did, did you like the ending of this movie? Uh, I, I, I did. I mean, I'm not going to say I loved it. I did like it, mm-hmm. that it was mm-hmm. at least an ending and not nothing that was just uh you know wait till next episode or next movie to catch on and everything like there was an actual ending and that it was a happy ending nothing too crazy happened and it was a typical disney happily ever after you know we move on about our ways and let's see if there's another adventure but otherwise yeah i think it was good it tied in with the movie nicely and it was a good time yeah i agree went we're we're on we're on you and me (laughs) We're uh, simpatico on this Soulmates. one. Soulmates. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was, yeah, I thought it was very predictable, but not in a, it, you know, not in a bad way. Right. Very, right. In, yeah, it was very entertaining. Um, I mean, you, you knew, I mean, you knew she was, she wasn't going to take, you know, a pedal home or something. Of course. Like that, yeah. You know, Keep it in her pocket. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's funny how no one thought of like sticking the pedal in their pocket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or in a knapsack or something. Right. They just held it in their hand the whole time, you know, <laughs> running fist. with it, which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess eventually, the you know, um, Frank did, did stick it like in a handkerchief mm-hmm. or whatever, just to try and fool them, but only to try and fool them, not to really store it away in a, in a <laughs> right? safe place. Not to be responsible. Is, <laughs> yeah, which is weird. And and the very ending where where you have the rock <laughs> looking like a, a yeah, magician. That was funny. I was like, really? That purple suit? <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, calm down, Prince. <laughs> yeah, that, that was so weird, man. I, I didn't understand that. Um, they, I don't think they, they needed to, you know, dress them all up weird like that no i didn't get that either yeah that, that was the part where i was like okay what's with the get up like at least yeah what's up with the hat <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah like the, yeah i mean i get it but like uh, i don't know i just thought it was more kind of like him trying to fit into that time and whatever yeah, but not re- a little really, it, it didn't fit yeah it didn't fit <laughs> yeah it, it is weird weird totally weird The verdict. All right, let's rate this movie, Ryan. Uh, our reels rating system: we have uh, one to f- one to six reels. Uh, one reel meaning garbage. Two reels meaning not good. Uh, three reels means it's it's eh, it's okay. Four reels is worth your time because it's four reels. Five reels is great, and six reels is the perfect movie. Ryan, what did you give uh, the Jungle Cruise? Well, it's definitely not a six. I'd say that much. But I, right. I do think it is worth your time. Just if you're, especially if you're a Disneyland fan, 
to get an idea of the background for the ride. And if you've always been curious how they're going to tie it in or what's the major uh, pop behind the ride, I think this movie does it justice in explaining like where some of the ideas came from for that ride and Disney in general. And I did think it was cool a lot of the tie-ins. Like you say, it does give it a good feel for Adventureland. Like it's a great promo for that area. Has a little yeah. bit of everything. So for yeah. me, I think like uh, you'd have to be a Disney fan, but it is totally worth your time if you're a Disney fan. And what did you give it? So I would go with a four. <laughs> four. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Whoops. I forget that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I'm. I'm with you. I'm gonna give it a a four and a half. Same. Okay. Basically the same reason. It was. It was a. It was a just a really good solid movie. Um, it's definitely worth your time and a little bit more, you know, especially if you're a, a Disney fan. That's how I would and, put it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, that's it, man. Four yeah. and a half. Yeah. Because if you're a Disney fan, you're not going to be disappointed at all. And if you're right. not a Disney fan, then at least this this kind of reminded me of like uh, the old school mummy adventures where, you know, right. it's a good movie. There's some action in mm-hmm. it and some, you know, funny little moments and kooky yeah. characters. Yeah, easy to digest. Exactly. You know, easy easy to sit down and watch and, you know. And I think what impressed me most was that it was uh, two hours and 11 minutes and it didn't even feel like it at all. Like the whole, right. from the beginning, like you don't feel like this is a two hour plus movie. Usually yeah. on some movies you could be like, okay, they could have cut this out. They could have cut that out. But I think the way that they filmed it and everything that they showed made it very watchable and enjoyable throughout the whole time to where it's like, I wouldn't mind a little bit more or at least the sequel. Like I'm not against it. You know, if it's going to be this much fun, then I'm up for another adventure. Yeah. Well said, my friend. Well said. All right. That's it. That's the jungle cruise. Let's move on, Ryan. Uh, Let's talk a little movie news real quick. What do you think? Oh yeah. Bling bling. Let's bring it out. All right, all right. We got a couple of quick stories here. First off, I guess a pretty big one is Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. Oh yeah, for the breach big of suit. contract. Uh huh. Yes, yes. So apparently she's suing um, Disney uh, because they went ahead and simultaneously um, released the movie in theaters and on streaming, and right. she was supposed to make um, some money off the back end for all the theater uh, buys, but By the box um, office numbers. Yes. Exactly, but yeah. there is nothing in the contract about um, about streaming. So she wants some of that money, the streaming money, which I think, yeah, absolutely. I agree too. I'm totally for this suit, and I'm glad that she actually made waves to do this. What's funny is though, um, I also see that uh, I read today, Gerard Butler is following the same suit for his movie with um, Emma Stone's also considering for uh, I totally for, would because it, it makes sense it, you can't cheat these actors out of that and when they made the yeah. deal with these contracts nobody knew this was coming and I do think it is a bad move on Disney to not at least compensate that to the actor you'd think they would break them off a little bit more because yeah. everybody has to sacrifice on this I know, especially because I know, especially and then bad form on Disney, sort of like bringing up COVID and and, and the, the theaters closing and things like that, which which yeah makes sense. I mean, all of this is really just you know a millionaire asking you know a billion billion dollar company for for more for more money, which which you know 
for us right. average Joes, average Joe. what, what, whatever. But but what was but, right is right. You know, but exactly. I mean, especially yeah. when it comes down to contracts and exactly and, and, like and want... artists and things like that. It's like, yeah, what's fair is fair. Yeah, man. and like, it, that, what I didn't like was Disney's move as to explain like, well, we gave Scarlett Joe like, I think it was twenty million up front for this. I was like, okay, right. but that was part of the contract, so who cares? Like, it doesn't matter the amount. It's what yeah. the contract says, and then you guys decided to violate the contract. So. I don't care if yeah. it's like a few million or a few thousand payer. Yeah. Don't breach contracts. <laughs> don't breach contracts. No, I mean, because it's like the same thing, like when you decide to uh, sign on for a subscription service and all of a sudden there's either something extra that you have to pay for that you thought was already included in your premium package or something like that. You should be able to know upfront what you're signing up for and what you expect on the back end without any surprises. And if there are surprises, right. then let's make adjustments. But if they knew they were, <laughs> if they were going to release it, uh, you know, in the streaming service at the same time, I mean, they, they should have adjusted that contract and adjusted that deal beforehand. Yeah, I mean, of going through all this. I mean, that's exactly that's, that, that's, that's, that's on Disney. That's really bad form to me because it's like we all had to make adjustments because of COVID. And that includes contracts. So if you're going to do something that wild and end up screwing someone, then you need to make sure they're taken care of because everyone during this whole pandemic got screwed one way or another. And you just need to own up to it. You're still going to make more out of your bottom dollar than, you know, anyone else. So what's cutting out a little less? Indeed, he do. Indeed, he do. All right, moving on. So this is something I read that I thought was a little interesting. Matt Damon thinks superheroes and streaming are ruining movies. Interesting. <laughs> Apparently, uh, with the times uh, he had, he uh, with the times in the UK, um, in an interview, he said that um, he's not a big fan of like. Um, all the movies going now superhero and and um and streaming i think because he feels like which i understand he feels like i get it they found they found you know almost a slam dunk with with all these movies so they just keep producing them and because they're making money i'm gonna uh, have to kind of agree with him on that because it is easy money to be made and yeah there is no more creativity anymore like it just seems like uh they found a way to cut out writers and cut out taking risks on new projects he does have a point the only irony i found out in that is that he literally said that he would also still play um the actor loki in the thor in the next thor movie mm-hmm. when he was doing that cameo appearance so it's kind of like okay so are you going to complain about it or be about it like you can't really be yeah. wrong, you know but he does have a valid point because yeah when's the last time you really went to go see an original movie like or were pumped up for one you know it's I been know. at least a couple years there's not enough out there and that's i think because there's a lot of writers aren't being given the chance anymore when the studios just want to go for something that's more of a slam dunk yeah and 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 that's and i think that's their job sort of you know that's the job of the studios i mean to make money yeah you know yeah it's not about it's still a business yeah yeah so so that's what we're getting i mean even back when they're they're saying how oh my god everything's a sequel everything's a reboot exactly thing yeah. because those things those things make money people go see them if they're good or not <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so unfortunately um, it's our fault too <laughs> yeah but but that's sort of like that, that that's that's sort of how the industry is so then so then we you have to somebody has to make a change and somebody has to carve a new sort of a new route you i know, agree to get to get new content to 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 viewers and that's probably streaming which unfortunately he doesn't like either <laughs> i know see and that and that's that's where i thought netflix was going to come in 
and save this thing because it's kind of like they were taking more chances on uh, newer content, giving writers more shots and trying. And they still do. They just, I think maybe to fix that, they just need to fix the contracts a little better. And I agree, like box office money versus streaming money is night and day. But if uh, a streaming company were to start including their subscribership to that or try and work one way, or maybe there's a time period where they get some of the money, then it makes sense, you know? Um, I just think that's something that really just needs to get more worked out for the actors and everybody to win in the long run. Agreed. Well put, Ryan. All right. Um, we've got another story. Um, maybe you want to take this one. This one is David Ayer's statement, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, the new one is is, is coming out um, next week. Exactly. And we're going to check that out for sure. Yep. And he had, he had some thoughts on on how the uh, studio sort of like uh, uh, barged in and took over his his original movie. They Zack Snydered his uh, original cut apparently to the uh, Suicide Squad, which you could kindly you could kind kindly you could kind of tell throughout the whole time with a bunch of edits and cuts and everything. Yeah, and I agree. I really think like this is another annoying moment when the studio decides to jump in and they know more than the creative that decided to you know, have the feeling for this movie, it takes a lot to want to do a picture and get an image and set it right. And then to have someone else jump in and be like, well, I need to sell more dolls because of it just totally sucks and kills it for the movie. And I really feel for David Ayers because I do think we should be able to see his exact cut and what we wanted originally in the movie. One of the big things that they mentioned is that El Diablo wasn't supposed to die. And both the actor and David Ayer are both with it saying that, yeah, that is a big uh, difference in the picture. And so what I hate is that uh, they just cut out totally El Diablo. And there isn't what uh, he was saying is like, it's hard enough to be a Latino actor as it is right now and still continue with regular roles. And so we're just gonna decide to like cut him out of the movie for a big sacrifice. But either way, it's just, another latino character gone you know not that we need that many but there's more than enough to go around and i think if you're cutting someone else's image for the film it just stops any more creative roles in the future yeah that's that's one one of the many things that i i didn't understand about the movie him him dying which which was did did seem like senseless like it yeah like, it like really what? did not it, seem to happen no but. yeah yeah, but uh, other than that, two. I I think uh, a couple things on this. I I totally feel for the guy. I think I think definitely, if they go the route of uh, Snyder and and release this like on HBO Max, HBO Max or something like that, if there is such a thing as the A or cut, um, that that'd be pretty cool. But um, yeah, I would love to see that. I, yeah, I mean a couple of things though. But I mean, honestly, I mean some of those characters. Um, I didn't I didn't like I didn't like the way they were I think a lot of people you know not just me didn't like the, the way they, they they were portrayed um I think I, I think his cut probably would be a little bit a little bit better but I don't think it would it would have saved like I that think, much of the film the movie yeah it, it probably would have been like the Snyder cut like a Snyder cut is so much better than yeah. the original cut oh man and I think this yeah. this this probably would have been the same thing but um but to, to make it like a, maybe like an A plus movie, I, I don't think you probably would have gotten there just because so some of those characters, yeah, how, how, yeah, some of those characters, um, 
or I don't know, just just fell off, off, off to me. Yeah, but 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 in his defense, man, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I feel for the guy, but but uh, I'm glad he said something. I'm I'm glad this is out in the open because I agree. That's that's kind of like how Hollywood is, and then people and people just don't say anything. People just exactly you know they just accept it and they're like, okay, moving on. But yeah, I'm glad he says something. And the thing about that is, it's like it would be one thing if the director's cut wasn't always better than what the studio decided to put out. But this was even you could go back to Superman two with the Richard Donner cut versus what they actually put out, and the Richard right. Donner version is way better than what we actually got. And I actually love Superman two. And yeah. it just explains a lot more, and it gives a lot more detail. I think studios just really need to like back off and let creative do what they need to do because they were hired on for a reason, not to exactly. be exactly, you know, and exactly. And the real fans are going to appreciate that and not be, you know, feel short sighted or cut out of it because someone else decided to put their hands in and make a little more money on, like you know, the promos and everything. Yeah, so it's it's like how they say, man, power corrupts. You got a little power. You think you could uh, dip your fingers in uh, anything you want. Yeah, and I agree. I'm like, look, just uh, everybody has their role for a reason. Do your role. That's all you have to do. And the boat will freaking keep on sailing yeah. nicely. Smooth smooth sailing. Yeah, man. smooth sails. <laughs> all right. Uh, last, last one here. And this is uh, related to uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, the, the new one's coming out, like we said, next Friday, yep. and August there's 8th. a lot of there's a lot of uh, six August six six. There's, Shoot, <laughs> I'll be there the eighth. There, there, <laughs> yeah, there 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 are a lot there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of interviews going around, and there was one in particular that I do not know who it was, but they did interview a, a few people, um, including uh, Jay Courtney, who play who plays uh, Captain Boomerang. Oh, and and this really bad bad interview asked a really terrible <laughs> terrible dumb idiotic question which was but they never if, do if, that <laughs> they never do that they said um if if you thought if you um if there was a crossover from the dc universe oh, into the Jesus marvel Christ. universe, who who yeah. would you want to cross over right which is a dumb flat yeah. out dumb question it is like can we stop with that please <laughs> yeah and 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 at the same time he gave a really i thought a dumb answer too which which was unfortunate because he said fuck marvel which was stupid i yeah. think because that's the company and then everybody laughed yeah yeah because everybody laughed and everybody was giggling i mean it, it sucks because i don't like this these team things i don't right. like that it's marvel versus dc because no, it's it, not it's not needed you know? it's definitely not needed they can be their own thing separately and they're perfectly fine that way yeah and it's and it's like it's the same viewers for both i mean there's there's people not only watching dc right. and there's people not only watching marvel yeah and it's kind of like I think, you never had people say like which stallone and schwarzenegger movie would you combine together like that's the exactly question. Like you exactly. just enjoy both question. for what they are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just, I just don't. I just wanted to bring up that that this whole like stupid like I'm on team this and not team that, and that yeah. other team is stupid because it's not what I like is is idiotic. Yeah, I can mean, we it's, let it's go like, of this like a uh, Twilight team Jacob versus team yeah, whatever thing? It's exactly. not that serious. Like exactly, and it, they're and two and different and things. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's something that that David Ayer said too when like they they uh, first 
did the announcement on the Suicide Squad, I think, like, at a Comic-Con or something, and he said, like, fuck Marvel, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, come on, dude. These are, these are, this is your crowd. These are, that's your audience. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be Marvel fans, too, you know? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. okay to like both people. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't have to like every single thing out of both, but you can like both, you know? And that's, yeah. that's my thing. Like, you don't have to love Green Lantern versus loving uh, Wolverine. You know, like they're, yeah. they're different people, you know, it's you're never going to be able to compare the two because they all have different stories. And when you're a fan of these, you fall for each character for a specific reason. And I yeah. think it's dumb to start pointing fingers as to like DC versus Marvel and like maybe we should merge. It's like it just seems like an ultimate ultimate like corporate merger that it's just kind of like disgusting in a way and destroys the total art and the reason why we cheer these movies on. Yeah, it's a, it's just creativity and being fun, man. It's it's like it's like look 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 exactly. I mean, case in point with suicide with the Suicide Squad. I yeah. mean, this is the same director that that brought you Guardians of the Galaxy right. from from Marvel. And then uh, I mean, and 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 what we what we're seeing right now is like a you know ninety plus percentage uh, critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes for Suicide Squad. So it's going to be a you know all in all hopefully it's going to be a great movie and, right and, and then he's going to go back <laughs> exactly and then he's going to go back and do another guardians of the galaxy yeah. so it's like it, it doesn't make sense to to, to pick teams right you know, like just, why you know why feed the flames like this like there's no exactly. need to like burn this down let everybody enjoy what let's get our money's worth for a movie for once first off right and enjoy right. the characters that we actually cheer on the side you know like there's nothing wrong with that yeah. And, and then you just want the best product for, you know, whatever you're seeing. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter, man. It's, right. It's, it's all one love, man. Come on. Man. Let's, let's <laughs> what, bring it together. One love. One can't love. we all get along? <laughs> yes. Yes. Bring it back to the 90s. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you know what? It's funny, though, that you say bring it back to the 90s, but that's when the ultimate comic book era started. Like, that's yeah. that's where everything started picking up and everybody was like, you know, awesome. Let's see this. Like, let's try it. And now we get to see it on the film. So why are we going to start, like, separating them and making them go against each other when we can just sit back and enjoy? Because who would rather not want to uh, get ripped off from the movie, from watching a bad movie, just because they're all on one screen? You know, there's a lot of big, like, clusterfucks to when they just put too much together and they don't know what to do with it. Like, I'm tired of seeing that. Like, I'd rather just have the individual story, have it be a great story, and now maybe I respect that character a little more. You know, whether yeah. it's Marvel or DC. Yeah. Indeedy do. Indeedy do. Well, bam. Well, bam. That's it, Ryan. We're done. We're what? done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, next week, man. Suicide. The Oh, sorry. The Suicide Squad. Yes. Which I'm That's... incredibly excited for. It's already yeah. like what ninety six percent right Let's tomatoes, see. I so. know you. You've been hyping it all week. So I've been. Uh... <laughs> I've been hyping it, man. So let's 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 hope it, it. They they come through and it's actually as good as as, as the critics are saying. Don't forget they got John Cena up in there. <laughs> John Cena, yeah, man, looks great. All right, man, Ryan. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We will catch you next time. You can follow us at Real Streamers on Twitter, on Instagram. You can uh, buy a shirt. On some website, anything. On, Help us on out. Some, on some <laughs> one, yeah, on some website. If you see us on the street, uh, throw money at us. <laughs> yes, uh, realstreamers.com. You could get all the links to everything that's that's good and fun about us. All right, Ryan. Thank you. We'll see you next time. 
You're welcome, Eric. Pleasure as always. Can't wait to All right. do this again next week. Suicide Squad 2, baby. <laughs> no, the Suicide Squad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> There's the no two. Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. See ya. All righty. Have a good one. This has been another episode of Real Streamers with Eric and Ryan. <laughs>